0: Glad that you're listening to this podcast. This podcast is a ministry of the Bonners Ferry Baptist Church and of Pastor Devin Neal. Timothy, chapter four, for just a few moments uh, this evening, and uh, I, unlike some other preachers, won't be alone tonight. Amen. But anyway, <laughs> I'll tease. Amen. I give my father a hard time too. Amen. Amen. That no, was good. That was good tonight. Amen. Amen. You just want to just say amen and, and sit down. is what you, what you want to do after that? That was good. But uh, Chris, I just want to uh, talk to you for a few minutes. Chris, you can get in on this too, and, and kids. But um, um, I really just I wrote down the word charge. and I want to just charge you in these C H A R G E, and because uh, uh, I want to I want to say this, and I need to say this. So that's praise God for outlines. Amen. That'll <laughs> that'll help you. Somebody once said chapter, chapter markers were in, in the Bible to keep preachers from preaching too long. <laughs> I, don't I don't know if it's been effective though, but anyways, <laughs> perhaps it's helped, I don't know. This classic passage, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1, I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at His appearing in His kingdom. Preach the word, be instant in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lusts shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. But watch thou in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, make full proof of thy ministry. For I am now ready to be offered in the time of my departures at hand. I have fought a good fight, I have finished my course, I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord the righteous judge shall give me at that day. And not to me only, but unto all them also that love His Appearing. Let's pray before we get into a few minutes this evening. Heavenly Father, Lord, we do thank you so much, Lord, for this day. son a day, as was already been said, a, a happy day, a sad day, a day we've been looking forward to. Uh, Lord, because it is what you have done. And, uh, we give you all the praise for that. We thank you what you're doing through this church. We thank you what you're doing through the kings. Lord, we can't thank you enough just for loving us. And, uh, Lord, why you'd want to do anything with any of us, Lord, is, is sheer grace and mercy. And we are thankful for that, thankful to be a part of it. Thank you, Lord, for just using us. Pray, Lord, you'd use this time, Lord, uh, to be a help to Chris and Christy and this family. God, we thank you for them. In Jesus' name, guide us, help us, I pray. Amen. Interesting, the word charge is not a, uh insignificant word in the Bible. Uh, 102 times and 94 verses and 8 times uh, it is given in in the book of, uh, of Timothy, to Timothy, and uh, so, Chris, I just want to, I guess, some things that um, uh, uh, either one or two categories these are going to fall in. First of all, either uh, things I wish I had known uh, before I started or things that people did teach me and uh, help me with. And so um, the first, what I thought about the letter C, uh, I'd like to challenge you on the thought of conscience. And I want you to turn to First Timothy chapter 1, the thought of conscience. First Timothy chapter one, you can turn with me these things. And it says here in first Timothy chapter one, verse 18, this charge, you see that word there, I commit unto thee, son Timothy, according to the prophecies which went before on thee, that thou by them mightest war a good warfare, holding faith. And notice the phrase, a good conscience, which some having put away concerning faith have made shipwreck of whom is Hymenaeus and Alexander. Whom I have delivered unto Satan, that they may learn not the blaspheme. And Chris, I don't know how many people are here tonight, but just you and I are going to talk, alright? And uh, because there's going to become days in your life, and uh, ministry is going to be many more good days than difficult days. Many more days of blessing than, than difficulty, but there will be difficult days. There, there will be days where uh, people aren't going to understand the stand that you have taken. They're not going to understand why you've done what you've done. And I can promise you, what'll help you to pillow your head at night and have that good conscience is, is if you go by this book, Amen. if you go by the Word of God, that'll give you that good conscience. And uh, the Lord uh, lets me live as Tom all fallen hard to believe, and this coming fall will be 25 years of marriage and ministry. Hardly good to have Brother Boyle with us tonight and uh, went, to, went to college with uh, your daughter, brother, and uh, back in the dark ages. And, uh, and um, we, uh, you know, tablets, our tablets were, were chiseled in stone, amen, back in those days. But um, anyways, and in 25 years of ministry, uh, I, I'm thankful for the times where uh, I've not certainly done everything right, by uh, not by any means, but uh, be true to the word of God. And you can stand in those difficult times if you're true to the Word of God. If you're not, you're going to have a difficult time. But that good conscience comes that way. Look at Acts chapter 24. And again, we're going to stay with uh, Paul here and, and his admonition. And, and it says in Acts chapter 24, And herein do I exercise myself to have always a conscience void of offense toward God and toward men. And, I, Chris, I can tell you that, again, for almost 25 years of ministry now, uh, I've had many more good days than difficult days. But the difficult days have been there. Difficult days. And, again, being true to the Word of God, knowing in those big decisions that I was true to the Word of God, even when people were against me, helped me. And that will help you to have a good conscience. Stay true to the Word of God. Stay true to the Word of God. Chris, second of all, I'd like to challenge you to go to First Timothy chapter five. In the letter H, I just wrote down the word home. I want to challenge you in your home. I want you to see this in First Timothy chapter five, in verses seven and eight. It says it's interesting here. He says, "And these things give in charge that they may be blameless." Connecting word verse eight, but. He's speaking to preachers here. But, if any provide not for his own, and especially for those of his own house, he hath denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. Chris, I want, to, I want to challenge you tonight to give careful attention to your home and your family when you go to Mexico. Don't, uh, don't get so caught up in ministry. I, I've had good men of God Chris, pull me aside and say, Don't do what I did. I, I tried to win the world to Christ, and I forsook my family, and I'm paying for it. Many of them said that with tears. Uh, interesting, uh, Genesis chapter 33, if you go there, Chris, and this would be familiar to us, but interesting here, the story in Genesis um, 33 is the story, you know, the story of. Jacob and Esau, Jacob finally after uh, all the the conning he did, now he has to meet up with Esau and they have that reunion. And you uh, have this though in verse 12 of Genesis 33, verse 12, and he said, let us take our journey and let us go and I will go before thee. And he said unto him, my Lord knoweth that the children are tender and the flocks and herds with young are with me. And if men should overdrive them one day, all the flock will die. And verse 14 says, Let my Lord, I pray thee, pass over before His servant. Notice, and I will lead on softly. According as the cattle that go before me, and the children be able to endure until I come unto my Lord, unto seer. Chris, I want to tell you tonight that church people come and go. But this right here is permanent. Your wife and and your children and, uh, you know, I, I don't believe I, I need to give you the uh, consider the ant thou sluggard speech. I don't think I need to give you that one. All right. I could have worked that in. That's uh, that's not. A, and I know your work ethic. I know your work ethic. But again, the, 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 the I just want to say and, you know, I'm glad all of y'all are here. I'm just talking to him tonight. You don't you don't have to answer every email right away. You don't have to answer every text right away. You don't have to ever answer every single phone call from your church family. Amen. This this is permanent. Yeah. This is permanent. That's permanent. Yeah. And, and these kids are always going to be there. Just be careful. Be careful not to get so caught up in, in ministry. And again, uh, I don't have to give you the speech of, now go, Chris, get, go down there and do something. Do something for God. Do something. I don't have to give you that speech. I know you're going to do that. Yeah. I, I know you're driven, and I appreciate right. that. Amen. And uh, But I would say is... Is your home is the most important thing when you when you leave it when you leave there and as he said come home you're coming home with your wife and your kids and 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 your home is 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 vitally 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 important I don't I, I can't give you advice maybe there's a missionary in the room tonight I don't know um, but you know there's going to be a lot of changes for you guys it's a big change uh, again I don't know. Um, the only thing I've done is, is went from speaking Yankee to speaking Southern uh, in my ministry. Now, not this, it sounds like a different language, but it's the same one. But so, so believe it or not, you're going to even have more of a culture. Amen. But anyways, um, they used to tell me, you ain't from here, are you, boy? hey man but Amen. But... You know, but uh, uh, again, just be careful and and, uh, and and let the Lord lead you on that. I'll give you that charge tonight the se- The third charge I want you to go to uh actually second Corinthians chapter five the third the letter a uh, the charge I give you Chris tonight is in your attitude. I've met a lot of preachers, chris, that have gotten cynical they've gotten cynical they've gotten hurt over the years. And they've gotten cynical, and they start using phrases like, "Well, everybody," and "all people." We have to guard our attitude to at the ministry because, Chris, you will you will learn that part of uh, part of ministry is. And if I could, uh, perhaps just looking for something here tonight, and you're gonna have this is your heart, and Chris, you're gonna give your heart to people, and, and they're gonna take that, and they're gonna do this with it, and they're gonna do this with it, and they're gonna do that with it. You know what? Somebody else is going to come along. And they're going to need your hearts, and you can't you can't say, "Well, uh, so, so and so hurt me, and I can't be affected." You're going to have to guard your attitude. Yes, yeah, guard your attitude. And, and two things I'd, I'd give you on this, Chris, is that'll help keep your attitude right. Uh, first of all, is uh, that we will be faithful if we love the Lord. And I know that sounds. Simple and it is, but Second Corinthians chapter five and verse fourteen, and the Bible says, "Notice for the love of Christ constraineth us." Chris, you're going, you're doing what you're doing, and Christy, you're doing what you're doing, and 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 kids, and you know, I, I told the kids, it sure is quiet uh, in in Butler at our house uh, yeah. after you guys have left. Not the same, and uh, we we loved having you guys you guys with us very very where's sydney i'm looking everywhere sydney amen girl <laughs> but <laughs> notice here it says and you know but if you go down there saying all those those poor poor mexicans you know and um, that, that they and they do need the lord there's no question about it is but truth of the matter is you're not going down there just for those poor poor pitiful mexicans you're going right. down there because of jesus christ amen. And that will keep you going because those poor, poor, pitiful Mexicans, some of them aren't going to want to hear the Word of God. And when you preach the Word of God to them, they're going to say, I don't like him. I don't like her. I don't like him as my pastor. I don't like her as my pastor's wife. I don't like my pastor's kids. (laughs) And what kind of kid eats tomatoes all the time? eh? What's wrong with her? (laughs) Love those kids. And you're going to say, oh, what happened? I thought these poor, pitiful Mexicans were going to love me. And many of them will love you. But what will keep you going, whether they love you or not, is the right attitude. I'm not here for them. I'm here for Christ. The second thing that will keep your attitude right and is not only in the area of faithfulness, and that is love, forgiveness. Look, go back with me to 2 Timothy chapter 4. This is an interesting thought to me. And... Second Corinthians chapter four. Again, you have the word "charge" here, but it's usually a different connotation. But it, he says here in Second Timothy four sixteen, and at at my first answer, no man stood with me, but all men forsook me. Notice this: I pray God that it may not be laid to their charge. May not be laid to their charge. By the way, go go back with me, Chris, to Acts chapter seven. Everybody else can do the same, but. Acts chapter seven. Interesting in Acts chapter seven, you find a man by the name of Saul who would later become Paul. You saw a pretty good act of forgiveness here, did he not? In Acts chapter seven, the stoning of Stephen. That Saul, you see him in verse fifty-eight. The Bible says they laid their coats or clothes at a young man's feet whose name was Saul, verse fifty-eight, and verse sixty. And he kneeled down and cried with a loud voice, "Lord, lay not this sin to their charge." when he had said this he fell asleep forgiveness forgiveness keep short accounts and be willing to forgive your attitude is going to be something and Christy your attitude um, because you know you're going to learn as a pastor's wife that not only when they pick on him not only they pick it on their pastor you're picking on your husband and that's not easy and forgiving is so vitally important and remembering why you're there. First Timothy chapter six, letter R, Chris, I'd like to challenge in the subject quickly of the subject of relying. Relying. First Timothy chapter six and verse seventeen. The word of God says, charge them that are rich in this world, that they be not high-minded. I know, Chris, you're but not be considered on the lifestyles of the rich and famous, or on that list. But notice it says, "Nor trust in uncertain riches, but in living God, who giveth us richly all things to enjoy." Chris, don't trust your accounts, your missions, don't giving monies, don't trust your abilities, but rely on the Lord. Second Corinthians chapter number one, if you could go there real quick and just an ancillary thought to that. Second Corinthians, I know we're all over the place here, but second Corinthians chapter one, verses eight through 11, it says, But we would not, brethren, have you ignorant of our trouble, which came to us in Asia that were pressed out of measure above strength in so much that we despaired even of life. But we had the sentence of death in ourselves. Notice that we should not trust in ourselves but in God which raises from the dead amen who delivered us from so great a death and doth deliver in whom we trust that he will yet deliver us ye also helping together by prayer for us that for the gift bestowed upon us by the means of many persons thanks may be given by many on our behalf and Chris you're a, a talented uh, young man and uh, but i know you know this rely on the lord it's an interesting thought. The Bible says, "Whatsoever is not of faith is sin." Think about this. Think about teaching Sunday school class, and that being sin because we were relying on our abilities. Think of singing a song, and God thinking that is sin because our, we were trying our resting in our abilities and not relying on the Lord. Chris, I'd like to challenge you in the letter G in, in this word. Go to Second Timothy chapter i'll tell you what for sake of time go to first thessalonians chapter 5 i want to charge you in your going and i'll explain what i mean by that first thessalonians chapter 5 first thessalonians chapter 5 by the way i offered for chris and Christie were with us a couple weeks ago and lord gave me this this thought the week before they came out I offered just to preach to them in my office. but uh, They said, no, just come out anyways. Amen. I appreciate it. Chris. I'm, very, I'm honored. I'm very honored. And Nevin, thank you very much. I'm very much honored and, and that you would have asked me to come and allow me to come. Or, Chris, that you didn't scream and, and say I couldn't come. Amen. First <laughs> Thessalonians 5.27. Notice that he says, I charge you by the Lord that this epistle, notice, be read unto all the holy brethren. I want to just just say, Chris, give the gospel to everybody. One of the things that has has helped me over the years in ministry is the parable of the sower. And there is, you just scatter the seed to everybody. And you're going to go home some days and some people are going to like it. And you're going to go home some days and some people ain't going to like it. But you just preach the Word of God to everybody. You think if they could not have had a better... Sooner than Jesus, and he said, "Oh Jerusalem, Jerusalem, I would have, but you would not." In Matthew 23, just go and give the word to everybody, and leave the results in God's hands. Doctor Sexton used to tell us, Brother Boyle, years ago, I never forgot it. That he he would he would tell us preacher boys. He said, "Listen, God never said He'd build your church, right. and God never said you would build His church. He said He would build His church. Amen. That's what it says." And our job is just to be faithful and let God handle the results. Don't worry about the results. You just go and be faithful and let God take care of the results. You just go. The letter E, though, Chris, I want you to go with me to Second Timothy chapter 4 as we wrap this up. And that is, I'd like to charge you with some encouragement. And as I read this, it brought tears to my eyes as I studied it. And it does again tonight. In 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 10, For Demas hath forsaken me, having loved this present world. And there'll be some of those, Chris. And as departed unto Thessalonica, Cretans to Galatia, Titus unto Dalmatia, only Luke is with me. Take Mark and bring him with thee, for he is profitable for me for the ministry. And Tychicus have I sent to Ephesus, the cloak that I left at Troas with Carpus, When thou comest, bring with thee in the books, but especially the parchments. Alexander the coppersmith, crystal be some of those, did me much evil. The Lord reward him according to his works. Of whom be thou aware also, for he hath greatly withstood our words. At my first answer, no man stood with me, but all men forsook me. I pray God that may not be laid to their charge. (laughs) Whoo, glory. Look at verse 17. Notwithstanding. Notwithstanding. Amen the Lord stood with me and strengthened me that by me, the preaching might be fully known and that all the Gentiles might hear. And I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion. And Chris, we love you and uh, your family and, um, and you go with our, our, our love. You go with our, our support. Uh, I would tell you, and I think you know this and, um, and so I'm, I guarantee you, Nevin says the same thing. You call us and you need us. We'll be on the first available flight there. And uh, with all those coming across the board this way, we'll, Nevin and I will try to navigate getting across the board the other way. <laughs> Excuse me, pardon me. It's going it's to be going like the wrong way down the escalator. Amen. But anyways. <laughs> but if you need us, brother, we're there for you. And I mean that. But you know what? The Lord is going with you. Yes, amen. The Lord stood with me. And there's nothing better than that. There's nothing better than that. And it is amazing, Lord, uh, what the Lord has done for you guys in this last year. Again, great timing to to, to, to raise support, amen. I mean, hey, might as well pick a a world catastrophe, amen, if you're going to do it, amen. And it is marvelous, and it is wonderful. And the Lord has stood with you, and the Lord has been with you. And he and I'll just close with this verse, Philippians chapter 1, verse 6. And it says, of course, we know the verse, but let me read it. Turn there so I won't misquote it. Being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it unto the day of Jesus Christ. I love the Great Commission in Matthew 28 where Jesus says, Go into all the world, preach the gospel, and lo, those two words, go, lo, I am with you always even under the end of the world amen and Chris if you find the end of the world down there in Mexico God is still there and Hudson Taylor said God's work done God's way will never lack God's supply I hope you remember those things tonight Chris and hope and uh, again we love you guys preach the word brother you have that good clear conscience keep your home your marriage your family strong no ministry ups apart from that, keep your attitude right, rely on the Lord, give it to everybody, and the Lord will go with you. Preacher you come.